Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. You are now tuned into Benzinga's Daily Stocks Watch podcast, a place where each trading morning you can get at least five trading ideas for your day, maybe for the rest of the week. Today is Tuesday, November 15th, 2022. Mike, I had to like turn on my my overhead lighting here in my office because it is quite a gloomy day in Detroit. Oh man, I heard you guys, we haven't gotten snow yet out here. We got a little frost. So is it still snowy over there? Still kind of winter? There was a little bit, but there was like, not, no, not really, not really winter wonderlandy, but I heard in Chicago, they got like four inches. Oh my gosh. I know. It's like a buddy sent me a picture and it's like, yep, it's, pretty much the middle of the winter in chicago so wow i know all right you, you <laughs> said it like chicago you Sorry, said it like a couple weeks ago you were like pretty soon we're gonna be like ah, it's the middle of november it's yeah. we're, it's the middle right in the middle of november right now Crazy. ladies and gentlemen we're gonna start you off with a quick preview of our list we're gonna give a little table of contents of the stocks that we're going to go over. And then we're going to jump into each of these a little bit further, get you a little bit more depth of information. Our first stock to watch is Intel, INTC. Number two is Netflix, NFLX. Number three is Best Buy, BBY. Number four is a company called Cybone. It's ticker S-I-B-N. And our last stock to watch for the day is Pineapple Energy, P-E-G-Y. We have definitely been talking about this one over the last month or two months. We'll get into what's going on in the name a little bit later. Why don't you start us off with uh, the reason why we were kind of interested in tracking Intel, at least for today, Mike. Yeah, let's do it. So Intel, ticker INTC, one of the biggest chip companies headquartered in the U.S. It's a classic. They've been an innovator for a long time, and then they were kind of the incumbent for a long time you had AMD and companies around the globe competing with them. And now they're kind of seeming to have a resurgence again, but big news in the chip space yesterday morning or yesterday evening, excuse me, uh, Berkshire Hathaway's Warren Buffett disclosed a $4 billion stake in Intel competitor, not Intel Taiwan semiconductor ticker TSM. Um, even despite press over the last six months or so, which has highlighted major investments in U.S. semiconductor infrastructure by the government. The Oracle of Omaha apparently likes Taiwan Semi as an investment more than a U.S. player like Intel. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, right? And then, like, you know, you were just kind of highlighting the the niche, the corner that Taiwan as a nation has in the world right now, right, Mike? You're, you're sort of saying, like, okay, you know, Buffett putting a bunch of money into Taiwan, but, you know, something that we've been talking about over the last, I mean, a, a while now, but even more so over the last year or two is, you know, a potential invasion of Taiwan. And Warren Buffett says, who cares? I don't I don't care about that, you know, spending to U.S. chip infrastructure. I don't care about, you know, any kind of geopolitical risks in the region of Taiwan. And he makes this. I think it was like a 60 million share stake in Taiwan Semi. And that's huge. I mean, considering those two seemingly big uh, kind you of would think. headwinds, you would think. Yeah, but. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The The reason to point these out, the reason to say like you would think is because, I mean, Warren Buffett is the 
investor. You know, he he knows more than a large majority of the investors out there and he doesn't, you know, really care about those things. So just keep that in mind, ladies and gentlemen, as you're kind of digesting, you're going to see a lot of headlines on this news item today. Stack to watch number two, Netflix, NFLX. Uh, you know, we talk about Netflix a lot, but there was a little bit of news today. Uh, analysts at Bank of America, it's actually called B of A Global, but it's, it's Bank of America. Come on, who's, who are they kidding? They <laughs> restarted coverage, meaning sometime in the past, I'm not sure exactly when uh, analysts at Netflix took, uh, analysts at Bank of America took Netflix out of their coverage universe, maybe there's a number of reasons an analyst would do this. Maybe the analyst was leaving the firm. Maybe they were just rotating coverage universes. Uh, you know, again, there's a few reasons, but they restarted coverage on Netflix today with a buy rating and a $370 price target. Shares of Netflix trading around the three. Let me see. Let me just maximize my window here. Uh, Train around 309 here this morning amid that new coverage from Bank of America stock up about 3%. Given that price target of about $370, that's about 20% upside that Bank of America is modeling for here. That's big. It's interesting looking into the, the comments from Bank of America. It's not entirely clear, you know, what exactly they didn't highlight anything super specific. There was comments like Netflix is still the streaming leader, um, the analyst evaluation considers the company's leading position within the still burgeoning shift towards nonlinear video viewing and strong runway, um, but nothing too crazy or out of the yeah. box. Um, there's nothing yeah. super new to look at, but maybe yeah. they're looking at it in a new light. Yeah, and I thought this one was, one was interesting, obviously, given the importance of Netflix to the market. But then when I looked at the comments from BOA, I was like, oh, they didn't really say too much. So I don't know. Yeah, just, you know, you like to see those analyst calls where the analysts are being dramatic. They're they're sticking their neck out there on either side of the, the spectrum, very bullish or very bearish. Wasn't really the case here for Netflix. We're going to talk about an analyst call a little bit later on the podcast that I think was an analyst sticking out their neck a little bit more. But I'll let you take the next one, Mike. All right. We're moving on to old Best Buy, ticker BBY. We talked about them a little bit yesterday, too. So that's the fun thing, folks. If you turn in every day, <laughs> if you tune in every day, you're going to hear us talking about things that are going to come up. And you're going to go, wow, I, I, that's a reference I recognize. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they'll be reporting quarterly earnings on Tuesday of next week. The company historically reports at around 6 a.m. Eastern. Yeah, time, so early. On the early side. But again, this is a great big box retailer. Right around Black Friday, uh, it's yep. a classic one to watch at this time of year. Yep, that's and that's what caught my attention here this morning on Best Buy. We were just talking about it yesterday. I asked you what you know another besides Amazon. What's like a Black Friday idea? And the first thing that came to your mind, the first thing that came to my mind too, was Best Buy. Uh, keep in mind when they do report next week, analysts are expecting earnings around a dollar three per share on sales of about 10.3 billion. When we highlight the analyst expectations, those are the figures that you wanna compare to first versus the company's actual results. Those estimates will tell you if a company beat or missed on their quarterly figures. 
Our fourth stock to watch for the day is Cybone, S-I-B-N. This is a medical device company. They develop a minimally invasive surgical implant system for the treatment of lower back pain. The you know reason reasoning behind the company itself isn't really what kind of caught my attention today. Uh, what caught my attention actually yesterday was I saw a research note from an analyst at Needham they were highlighting that the recent pullback in shares of Cybone have created a buying opportunity in the stock. And that's one of those phrases when an analyst makes a phrase like created a buying opportunity or the upside is overdone or the downside is overdone. Uh, those are the kind of comments that you really want to pay attention to and see if you can find the research note, see if you can find some of the comments from a call like that and really kind of like dig in. Those are the more dramatic calls that are a little bit more valuable, if you ask me. And I just wanted to read a little bit here from that Needham note. Uh, Cybone is down 18% since it reported Q3 results that met on the sales figure. They showed strong underlying procedure volume growth, and they've made progress on their operating expense leverage and cash burn over the same period while shares of Cybone are down about 20%. Needham's coverage universe is up 9%. The S&P 500 is up 5%. So they're highlighting the underperformance of the stock. Uh, here's a little bit more from the quote. We attribute Cybone's relative underperformance to the 2022 guidance reduction. Uh, however, we note that the primary causes for the guide down were one, not core to Needham's thesis for the stock and the company. And two, they were short-term issues. So this, despite the stock being down, Needham's going, okay, our thesis is still intact, and we do still think this is a good idea. That's super interesting. I think these, like you mentioned, Brenty, these are some of the, the best ones to keep an eye on because when a when an analyst is saying something like that, like a buying opportunity, yeah. like, you know, it's, it's consistently down and undervalued. And even even if it's a small thing, you know, even if, if it's an 18%, that can be big compared to, you know, the correction, uh, the Absolutely. Kind of uptrend we've seen in the last week or so. Sure, sure. You know, there yep. could be a, an opportunity. Maybe not. Maybe it'll keep going down. Who knows? <laughs> At least to get it on your radar, maybe watch it for a, a couple weeks here. Maybe it'll turn into a momentum play overnight. And that <laughs> transitions quite nicely to our final stock to watch today, which is good old Peggy. It's Pineapple Energy, P-E-G-Y. This one has been hot on our list for a number of times. I, I've yeah. How many how many times do you think we've highlighted this in the last couple months, Mike? At least three to five? Three, which four, yeah. Which yeah, for, for, a, sure. for a momentum play, not like a big Amazon or Apple. Right. Uh, ongoing momentum play. Shares of this low float penny stock were up about 30%. And now look at that, almost about 46, 47% yeah. yep. uh, Tuesday morning following earnings. So this is another classic movement from pineapple energy here they they had news like you highlighted they had an earnings report if you've been watching the podcast you know we like to highlight these momentum names especially when they have news because despite news a lot of times these stocks don't move on the news they knew they move because there is a catalyst but then after they start moving traders start piling in they see increased volume they see increased volatility they see it as an opportunity to make a few you know make one or even a few or even a few handfuls of quick trades 
this thing is moving because it's a low float name. Uh, about 7 million shares in the issues float. I'm looking on screen. That pane on the left-hand side, if you're watching us on Twitter, is Benzinga Pro Details Tool. You can see all kinds of good fundamental ratio valuation pieces of information on that tool. And I'm looking and I'm seeing the float number there. That's why this thing is moving here today, folks. Just keep that in mind. Don't let the investors out there, don't let the traders out there who are probably kind of like leading the actual trading in it. Don't let them think, don't let them think, don't let them have you think that it's the earnings that are moving the stock today. It's just some plain old momentum. Classic. <laughs> Cla classic. All right, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us today. Hope everyone has an excellent trading day. And we'll, of course, be back with at least five more trading ideas tomorrow on Benzinga's Daily Socks Watch podcast. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Have a great day of trading and a great day out there. And we'll catch you tomorrow. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today.